0: Hey, Steve.
1: Uh, yeah, Jason, what's up?
0: There's not going to be like a little skit because, uh, well, because uh, there's a lot of uh, Chinese accents that I don't feel comfortable doing on the show.
1: Oh, I got gotcha. so you. So you're sort of erring on the, the side of caution as far as cultural sensitivity. That's right. I like that. I that, respect that.
0: That's why I'm giving you this script where you're going to be doing all of those accents. Uh... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Seating. I am Jason Harding.
1: And I'm Steve Shives.
0: And on this show, we take a classic movie and see if it lives up to its reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this time around, its reputation is, um, campy? <laughs>
1: if, if you've heard of it, you probably like it.
0: Yeah, if you heard of it, you probably like it. It's I wouldn't say that it's known for being a good movie necessarily, right?
1: No, probably not. Not necessarily.
0: In fact, objectively, it's pretty awful. (laughs) (laughs) What movie are we going to review this time around? What classic film are we sinking our teeth into for the mid-80s? Is it Gandhi? I hope it's Gandhi, is it Gandhi?
1: It's like the anti-Gandhi. Oh boy, the
0: anti-Gandhi?
1: Yeah, it's a a little film, a a little action comedy, martial arts, fantasy adventure film Mm -hmm. from 1986. Oh, wow. Goes by the name of Big Trouble in Little China.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is the actual title of Big Trouble in Little China racist? Do you think? Think about how it's titled. Big Trouble in Little China. It's not, there's Big Trouble in Little China. It's not called the big trouble in oh little I see China. like like
1: it's sort of like it's like it's imitating it's like, it's like pigeon a, English like a stereotypical right. pigeon English yeah right. I, you know I didn't I never I never uh thought of it that way but I guess maybe thanks for ruining the movie for me
0: that's what I'm here for hey Steve do you have any trivia for big trouble in little China
1: I do actually
0: hooray go for it
1: so um starring Kurt Russell and That's
0: uh, true. Like, what are you doing, Kurt Russell? That's my job. <laughs> but, that's not trivia. That's but I'm getting
1: to it. I'm, I'm getting to it. Okay. Kurt you Russell blew. said. Yeah. Kurt Russell yes. said in interviews and commentary tracks and stuff that he based his performance uh, as the lead character on John Wayne. No, he did. And that's okay. what. That's what he says. Uh, and all right. And and I, I, I there. It's part of a pattern because Kurt Russell also said. That yeah. he based his 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 starring role in a previous John Carpenter film from a few years before this, Escape from New York, uh, where he played Snake Plissken, he uh-huh. said that he based that performance on Clint Eastwood. So I can
0: see that more.
1: I can see that more too. So I just I, I wonder if like Kurt Russell, if if that was like his stock answer when people said when they were interviewing him like on press junkets and stuff, if he just picked like an old cowboy and he was like I based yeah. it on the fuck John Wayne.
0: Huh. Right, exactly. Yeah,
1: because it sounds good. Yeah, you know. and
0: he's he's done that with all of his other films, yeah. right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because his character.
0: Backdraft that was based on Gary Cooper. Yeah,
1: and, and Captain Ron was based on <laughs> uh, Henry Fonda.
0: There's a noted decline in his films between the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> he's like, hey,
1: you, hey, you know what? He likes to work.
0: I well, and so does everybody. You want to do you a what,
1: Captain Ron? Oh, with Martin Short, sign me up.
0: Oh, right. Why wasn't he in Starman?
1: Hey, I guess maybe. Because
0: he couldn't do it, Steve. I love Kurt Russell. Because
1: Bridges beat him to it. (laughs) Bridges was like, fuck you, that one's mine. (sighs) <sighs> okay what else um, well uh, the production of this movie was rushed a little because it was one of those cases where there were two movies in production with similar themes uh, the other one in this case was a movie called The Golden Child that also featured sort of Ugh. like like Far East mysticism sort of yeah, themes yeah I guess and uh, so uh, Paramount really wanted Big Trouble in Little China and also, by the way also John Carpenter was offered to direct The Golden Child and he turned that down oh, because it. he wanted to to do Big Trouble in Little China and his own movie right and uh so paramount really rushed to to get this one out in time and as a result the uh, the post production period for it i think was only like 3 or 4 months which is unusually short for for a movie like this
0: for, for special effects and everything else yeah right?
1: yeah cuz yeah exactly cuz there's lots of special effects and like creature stuff and puppet stuff and you know ah. um so yeah well, the
0: creature stuff would be in camera that's post production you don't add a out a puppet in post usually
1: no, but I think wasn't there like we're like for the eyeball thing. I think some of that was some, oh, the eyeball some of that was matte Yeah, work, that would I think. be in
0: post, and it was a puppet on a green
1: screen. Yeah, yeah, that was matted in. I think, but anyway, um, so yeah, it was a rushed post production, um, and also a neat little uh, bit of trivia as far as like the locations. Um, Egg Chen's office uh, was uh, the, the, the location they used for that was Fire Station 23 in right. in, in LA um, which is has been used for all kinds of movies and TV shows but is probably most famous as uh, Ghostbusters headquarters mm-hmm. so there you go
0: blink and you'll miss it I mean,
1: it's... it's... Yeah, it's not like a, a huge, important scene, but, you know. Right. Um, and also, the, the, the screenplay of this movie went through uh, an interesting journey. Um, the The screenplay... This movie came out in 86. The screenplay had been knocking around for several years in Hollywood, but before it mm-hmm. was actually, you know, optioned and, and made into a movie. Um, the right. The original screenplay was very different from the movie we actually got. In the original draft the movie was a western set in oh, the 1880s geez. so kurt russell's character would have been a cowboy instead of a truck oh, driver okay. as he turned out to be um and when when they they did the uh, the rewrite to make the movie the rewrite was actually so extensive that the studio did not want to credit the original writers because the rewrite was so ex- extensive but the writer right. the writers guild stepped in and said uh-huh. no nah, fuck you they 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 still get credit and then wd richter who was the writer of the of the adapted screenplay that actually he actually wrote the shooting script or for the most part wrote the shooting script because i think john carpenter did some rewrites as well um uncredited but uh he was sort of the primary writer he got an adapted by credit and the original writers uh got the written by credit so there you go that's all the trivia i have
0: I hate the writer's guilt.
1: (laughs) Where do they get off looking after the rights of writers? Only
0: in this instance, right? (laughs) Just pay them off. Shut up. You didn't write it. Congratulations! You came up with a crappy idea. Someone made it better, but you're insisting on the writing credit.
1: I want the credit.
0: Yeah. What well, was the Western? The Western had all of this. Oh boy! So we can see really horrible Chinese mistreat- uh, mistreatment of Chinese people oh, in God. San Francisco. Can you imagine how racist
1: Can you imagine how racist that movie would have been?
0: Or we blindly ignore it like we do all of the or other that, yeah. westerns. Ugh, whatever. Can I do my part now? Do it, man. Okay, cool. It was directed by John Carpenter. Nope. Who's
1: he? Not going to do
0: it. <laughs> Not going to do it. You guys should know by now. Don't make me repeat myself, class, or I'm just going to... You know what? I quit teaching. Forget it. <laughs> well, you this, is, don't.
1: this is, what, you the, don't listen. This is what, the, what the third or fourth of his movies that we've done on this show. I mean...
0: We've done The Thing, Halloween, and this. Yeah, so, yeah. So, unless I'm missing one. I think I uh, I am, yeah. Um, Produced by Larry J. Franco. And he has also produced movies like The Rocketeer and Jumanji. Written by Gary Goldman. Not really. (laughs) And you know him. He also wrote a movie uh, called Total Recall, which we're going to have to do at some point, I guess. Oh, yeah. And also David Z. Weinstein. Not Not really, really. And also nothing else. Congratulations, David. Guy who actually wrote it, W.D. Richter. <laughs> and you know him better as the director of Buckaroo Banzai.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Starring Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. I don't, there's no, I don't, there's nobody, there was no one else considered. It was, you know, this is, their partnership was going strong right now with uh, between Carpenter and Kurt Russell. Yep. They liked each other a lot. And so if you want to know what else Kurt Russell has done, fine, God, Escape from New York. The Thing, this, <laughs> that TV movie about Elvis. What else? What else the Computer Wore Tennis thing. Shoes. The Computer that wore, wore Tennis Shoes. Yeah, we can really...
1: You can go, oh into boy, his, can his go into his, his early Disney, his early Disney phase.
0: He's, you can find him uh, uh, as a featured character on one of the Gillen, Gilligan Islands episodes. Oh, yeah. He's a little kid. He's been around. We're lucky he's, he's as sane as he is. <laughs> Um,
1: I don't know how that happened, that he's still a relatively normal person, but mm-hmm. he made it through somehow.
0: Kim Cattrall is Gracie Law, and you know her from that Sex and the City series. And Mannequin, mm-hmm. and Star Trek Six, yep. and uh, uh, what else? Oh, God. Is that it? That's it. A, a no bu- and,
1: and, and a bunch of other stuff, too.
0: And a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Dennis Dunn as Wang Chi, and he was in The Last Emperor and the TV show Midnight Caller. James Hong as David Lopan. He has (laughs) 600, more than 600 credits to his name, guys.
1: How much time have you got?
0: (laughs) Exactly but he was also in things like Chinatown and Blade Runner and Kung Fu Panda. He, if you made a home movie at home with action figures, he probably mm-hmm. either voiced or was in it. He's been in everything. Yep. He's one of the most prolific character actors in Hollywood. Uh, Victor Wong is Egg Shen, and he was also in uh, The Last Emperor. And in Tremors, he was the shopkeeper that got... He's named, he named some graboids. And then he gets eaten. <laughs> and I was... Uh, 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 Kate Burton is Margot Litzenberger, and if you guys like it, she was on Grey's Anatomy. I didn't, so I don't know if she was any good in that. But there you go. <laughs> Donald Lee as Eddie Lee, and he was in the Avengers. You 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 won't see him. but He was part of the council. You know that room that Nick Fury goes into. Oh in our, yeah, our silhouette. Yeah. Carter Wong as Thunder, Um, and he has been in more than 70 martial arts films, most of them in in China. Peter Kwong as Rain, nothing. (laughs) Couldn't find a fucking thing. (laughs) James Pax as Lightning, and he was in Year of the Dragon. Suzy Pai as uh, Mao uh, Mao Yin, and you'll know her better as a penthouse playmate, and she was in Sharky's Machine.
1: So a nice career Remember there,
0: Sharky's Machine. Yeah, I, I don't. I, Do you? No, not really. And Chow Li Chi as Uncle Chu, um, and he was in. He's been a lot: uh, The Joy Luck Club, The Nutty Professor, Wedding Crashers, and The Prestige. Am I done? No, there's one more. And Jeff Amada as Needles. And he has also appeared in more than 100 films and television programs as a stunt performer. Wow. He's been in a lot. Music by John Carpenter because, of course, it's a John Carpenter film. Is there a synthesized in it? Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> and also Alan Hor- Howarth. Howarth. What has he done? Nothing. I mean, nothing that you'd know. I mean, nothing good. Some TV stuff. Cinematography by Dean Cundy. And uh, he's been the cinematographer for almost all of John Carpenter's movies, a lot of Steven Spielberg's movies, and some of Robert Zemeckis' films. So he's good. Yeah. He's good. Edited by Steve Markovich. Nothing. Also by Mark Warner, who also edited Driving Miss Daisy, and Edward A. Borchilica. 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 Sure. That, that works. Sure. Nothing. Three editors, Steve. <laughs> Nothing. Uh oh. Uh oh, three editors. That's usually, Uh-oh, not a, Steve. that's usually not a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> Production company 20th Century Fox, distributed by 20th Century Fox. Release date July 2nd, 1986. Running time 99 minutes. Budget. They don't know. Somewhere between nineteen and twenty-five million <laughs> dollars. You know. know,
1: Carpenter's not saying. <laughs>
0: Give or take six million dollars, somewhere around there. Box office? Oh no, eleven million dollars. Oh, that's
1: why we never got even bigger trouble in Little China.
0: No, it would, the next one would have been big trouble in some other <laughs> in Little Italy. They would have thing.
1: just gone to different ethnic neighborhoods. Big
0: trouble in Little Italy. <laughs> big trouble in big trouble in downtown Pittsburgh. That'll work. We can explore all the lore of downtown Pittsburgh. Big
1: trouble in downtown Pittsburgh. That's great.
0: <laughs> Why not? All right, Steve, I'm done. You're done. I'm done. I'm I'm tired, guys. We're recording this on Easter because we're filthy savages, and I've been cooking all morning, so I'm I just want to relax, listen to my friend Steve, finish the whole show. Oh, good. While I gently, you know, kind of doze. So if you hear me, just kind of sleeping. <laughs> I'm here with you. Don't give. Don't. I'm okay. But Steve, Steve's gonna do a bang up job for you, aren't you? Steve?
1: Sure, man. And you're gonna be over there just dreaming about eating that ham or whatever you got That's cooking right. over there.
0: Eat the fuck out of that ham, boy. <laughs> got deviled eggs ready. Ooh. Whole whole house smells like farts and pig. Oh yeah. And boy, oh boy. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to me. <laughs> My biscuits didn't turn out all good oh good because I didn't check the flour. The flour was old, so I had to throw a whole batch of biscuits oh, out God this morning.
1: Oh damn it.
0: Well, you know, I told you to go get flour at the store so that the biscuits would be good. Cause I thought the flour was iffy, but you didn't do it, did you? You brought back beer for you to drink on the on Jesus's day, didn't you? When he saved us all? But no, you couldn't get flour, and now we don't have any biscuits.
1: I love how you turned into someone from Minnesota inexplicably. Of
0: course, I did. That's so where my family's from. We're from uh, well, South oh, Dakota, but I, mean... I told you. <laughs> And now we're just going to have to eat our Easter dinner without any biscuits. That was 45 years ago, Marjorie. I don't care. It hurt my soul, you motherfucker. It hurt my soul. That was our last Easter with Grandma, and she didn't get a biscuit. (laughs) Where am I going, Steve? I, I told you I was tired. <laughs> tired. You're, just, you're just
1: you're going off on a flight. You're going off on also,
0: a... Oh, so around... And what made it worse was instead of watching an Easter Day parade, we watched this weird movie of yours called Big Trouble in Little Someplace.
1: <laughs> Little China. They don't even celebrate Easter over there.
0: No, they celebrate. I don't know. Do they eat babies? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway You keep
0: getting mail from this nice lady in Vietnam She has a handsome boy That looks very familiar (laughs) You always love the Orient Oh my god Anyway (laughs) Steve I'm gonna try to salvage the biscuits You You run into the world of big trouble In little China Okay. Alright
1: Okay so yeah, we we start out with a scene. I
0: didn't say take it away. You just rammed it Oh, sorry, in. sorry. Please
1: tell me to take it away, please.
0: Please take it away.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jason's grandma from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck it, I'll do the whole show like this. If it keeps me awake,
1: I'll do it. Fuck it. Uh, fuck. <laughs> oh, so we start out with uh, we we see uh, it, it, it's uh, Egg Egg Chen and he is in in an office and he is being interviewed by Deep Throat from the X-Files. That's right. Uh, about 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 what happened in Chinatown, which we don't know yet. What happened
0: in Chinatown?
1: Apparently there was a big explosion and there was green oh, okay. there was green fire. Right, and he's like, "That was it's a- probably
0: one of them, one of them fireworks explosions, because you know the Chinese they yeah. like their fireworks, yeah, and they make them illegally."
1: Oh, grandma! And so
0: every once in a while they'll explode.
1: Okay, you just need to what you you you're skirting the edge of cultural insensitivity there, grandma. I mean,
0: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs>
1: Your generation won World War Two, and you just stopped giving a fuck after that, didn't you? You know who
0: else told me that? I was saying something about something down at the market. And um, <laughs> Trisha Three Bears from the reservation said the same thing to me about something. And then she punched you me. You just
1: forgot. You forgot what she was even upset about, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah but, you know, sure. she was probably
1: drunk. Oh, okay. Maybe that was it. <laughs> you think maybe that was it? You just assumed she was drunk?
0: Do I really want to make my passively racist grandmother <laughs> review this whole movie?
1: <sighs> Sitting in with Steve for this episode, Jason is Jason's <laughs> sweetly bigoted grandmother. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Thanks, Luella, for the color commentary. Oh, no problem.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so Egg, Egg Chen is meeting with-, with Deep Throat, who turns out to be a lawyer. And uh, the lawyer is like, "Hey, where's Jack Burton?" And, it, and he's like,
0: "You leave Jack Burton alone."
1: Yeah, we we all owe him one for doing something
0: for getting hit on the head and lying down and fucking up nearly for <laughs> the whole goddamn movie. <laughs>
1: for tripping and falling his way through a a great adventure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, but uh, he's and he says something about magic, and uh, and then the deep throat lawyer guy is like magic. I don't believe in magic, and 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 Egg Shen is like
0: <laughs> that's exactly how he says exactly. That's how it. that's his. I don't believe in magic. Right? I don't believe in. Anything. Do you
1: believe in magic, Agent you Mulder? You know what was
0: supposed to be magic, my marriage. There's a lie. <laughs>
1: There are forces at work here, Agent Mulder, that are larger than you could imagine. Um Who's Agent Mulder? Never mind. <laughs> Flashing forward to my series anyway. All right. Um but yeah, so he say he says something about magic and Egg Shen is like, "You want to see some magic?" and then lightning comes out of his hands. Wow. And Deep Throat's like, "Oh my word." And you know, then we cut to the credits because that was the end of that scene.
0: Right, what are the credits? The
1: credits are... Uh, it's it's while uh, we, we meet Jack, Jack Burton, Kurt Russell, and he's driving his big rig truck. He's a truck driver.
0: What's the name of his truck
1: driver? Uh, The Pork Chop Express.
0: That's right, because he delivers live pigs for slaughter. Yeah,
1: because that's his job.
0: That's his job, and, and what he does is... We didn't have internet in 1986. Nope. We, had, we didn't have blogs.
1: We had CB Radio.
0: We had CB Radio. And he's basically like the Alex Jones of the CB radio stuff, except instead of conspiracy theories, he just talks about his philosophy. I guess. Yeah. It's a garbled mess of garbage. It's (laughs) just it's
1: what you could you could generously say that he's got a good line of patter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: While he's eating a sandwich. He's
1: eating a sandwich and just talking some bullshit on the CB. And yeah.
0: We see him drive through the countryside, then across the Golden Gate Bridge, and then into the city, and he drops off the pigs, and he talks to some people at this market, and everybody's Chinese, and then he plays a game, a betting game, about um, what's in the bowl, I think is what the name of the game is. What's in the bowl? Yeah, you
1: bet. and he wins some money from from his friend Wang, and Mm -hmm. then Wang is like, okay, double or nothing, uh, if I can chop a beer bottle in half with this cleaver
0: and he's like okay do it. He's like
1: I'll take your money, go ahead. And of course he tries to he tries to chop the bottle in half and it doesn't work. He just, you know, shoots the bottle across the table and and Jack catches and it. Jack catches and, it. And and yeah. he's like that'll be $2,800, please.
0: Right. And it's you know, what's great. That bottle wasn't going anywhere near his face. He just got, caught it. Yeah, just, you know. Isn't that great.
1: Lightning reflexes.
0: Yeah, yeah. he says like, it's all in the reflexes. And Wang's like, I really need that money, Jack. And he's like, why? And he says, well, drive me to the airport. And he's like, okay, fine. So he drives him to the airport and they go wait at the airport, right? Yeah. And what he tells him is, I, I have a I have a girlfriend coming that I haven't seen in five years. And she was in penthouse and she sent it to me. And I said, this is just torturing me. Why did you do this? And, and she said, <laughs> I'm my own person. Leave me alone. And I said, No, you are going to be my wife. And she said, Not if this keeps up. And then I said, But please, I, I built a whole restaurant and I made all this money to get you. And she's like, Okay, fine. So now she's coming. And we go there. Yeah. Right? They're out
1: there waiting for her okay. at the airport. And Jack looks to the side and he sees Kim Cattrall standing there.
0: And he's like, hubba, hubba.
1: He's like, Hey, Kim Cattrall, check it out. And, uh,
0: now, back in the day, it was perfectly fine for a young gentleman man mm-hmm. to approach a young lady and just start saying weird things to her because it might tickle her downstairs here. Uh huh.
1: But 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 Grandma, don't you think that it's better now that people don't do that as often? Because what if the guy is saying something to the girl and she doesn't like it?
0: Are you married? Me? Yeah.
1: Not not anymore.
0: Well, then it don't work, do oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, he tries to hit on Kim Cattrall. She does not give a shit. No, and
1: she's a lawyer. And Wang actually recognizes her. He he tells Jack not to go talk to her because she's she's like, you know, she, uh, she's, she's trouble. Yeah, and, uh, and she's uh, there waiting for somebody yeah, to get off another girl. another girl to get off the plane. And and Wang sees uh, Miao Yin, his mm-hmm. girlfriend. Um,
0: yeah, but uh oh, Steve. Yeah, uh oh, is right the Wang Chungs show up uh, or whatever they the are
1: the Wang Chungs I think aren't they called the if, Lords of Death
0: They're called the Lords yeah. of Death they wear all black yeah. they wear funny sunglasses Yeah and as soon as the one girl that Grace is waiting for shows up they grab her and they look at her face and it's and then they throw her away nope. and then they grab what
1: Yeah they're like well they they're like, they look saying. at they look at her face and they're like nope not this one
0: Yeah and then she they grab uh Mao Mao Lin, Miao Lin. Miao Lin, Miao Yin, and they're like this yeah. Mao Yin, whatever, and they're like this is the one, and then they pull out a gun, and then they in an airport, and there's no cops, no.
1: So well, what are they, cops don't exist in this universe?
0: Yeah, they jump in a, a sports car and they drive off, and Jack and and Wang are gonna chase them in 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 their truck, yeah, in the, in the semi truck, yeah, and somehow keep up with them. Yep, that's how it works. Because apparently. <laughs> Jack parked the semi truck in passing in the passenger zone where you're not supposed to park. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they chase him. We find out that uh Mao Meow Meow has green eyes. Yeah,
1: and that's like a big deal. And,
0: that's like a big deal. And they uh chase him and they chase him all the way back to Chinatown, and then he uh, goes they chase him into an alleyway and they go in the alleyway, and then uh oh the alleyway's is. T- on oh, it's quiet
1: yeah a little too
0: quiet and then they see these guys in white robes yeah. and it's a funeral and wang makes sure to let us know oh don't worry they're good guys but behind them there are guys in black pajamas and they're coming and they're bad guys yeah and they
1: they just decided because well the, the the yeah the good guys are doing a funeral procession so the bad guys right. just decided to show up and fuck with them during the funeral mm-hmm. which oh they're they're definitely bad guys <laughs> They're like, here they come for the funeral. Let's go kick their asses.
0: And they have one guy who has, like, bandoliers of bullets yeah. and, like, pistols on his hips, and he knows Gunkata. And um, then they fight, and the arms are broken. Oh, boy. And heads are broken, and legs are broken, yep. and people get shot, and other people get shot. And just as the white white guys are winning, I don't know, <laughs> uh, three weird dudes show it's, up. It's
1: the Raiden brothers. The the, the Raiden brothers show up.
0: Mary Lowe and Curly. (laughs) And they show up. And they are wearing these like immense um, straw hats and like cloaks. And they just, they, they, Throw knives. They throw three knives at the people, and Wang says, "Does he say they're the storms?"
1: Yeah, the three storms. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's thunder, wind, and lightning. Yeah,
1: thunder, rain, and lightning.
0: Thunder, yeah. whatever, rain, sleet, and snow, whatever they are. <laughs> they're there and they're in charge. And they start killing the guys in the white pajamas, and and they're like, "We need to get out of here." And then he and Jack's like, "Right," and he takes off. But oh no, there's there's an old man. There's there's a weird. There's a, a describe He's it.
1: He's like a chinese sorcerer guy i guess he's got like he kind of like he got like a big hat and like a long beard and yeah, yeah. and he's like just standing there in the him. road
0: jack hits him we see him hit the front of the truck. yeah
1: Steve, yeah he hits him
0: it's established later in this movie that he is incorporeal
1: right except when he ex- jack, <laughs> except when he's not
0: how, how did okay great jack checks around back and he's still alive yep
1: he's just standing there <laughs> laughing at him like i got gotcha
0: and then he uses glowy eyes yep. and makes Jack blind, and they say we got to run away, and they run away. And then yeah, you know, to, to counter this magic spell, you just splash. Some yeah, water and
1: then he, and apparently that just washes it out, and then you're fine. Yeah.
0: Apparently, it's even less effective than say pepper spray. Yeah. You get that shit in your eyes. No water is going to. No, you're not. All. You, you <laughs> can't. You <laughs> can't
1: just take a splash from a puddle and shake it off. That's your your that, your yeah, exactly. your your day is pretty much over at that point. Right. Yeah.
0: So they go back to Wang's restaurant. Yeah. And Uncle Chu is there. Yeah. And they're talking a bunch of shit about Lo Pan and Evil and and Wang for no reason at all is downplaying all of this for whatever reason. Like like Jack says he was seven feet tall and he's like, he wasn't seven feet tall. He's like, There's magic coming out of his eyes. No, there wasn't. You're fucking hallucinating. And that's when the character that doesn't need to exist show up. That's Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Eddie Ed,
1: their, their friend, Eddie. Yeah.
0: He's also the maitre d' at the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, he's
1: the new maitre d' at the restaurant. He
0: has no purpose. No, he's
1: just kind of there to be there. He offers moral support. He gets in trouble sometimes.
0: And more exposition. Yeah. And then Gracie shows up. Yeah. Because everybody, it's like Rick's. Everybody Everybody's shows up there, there at yeah. some point, I guess. Exactly. And she's like, I'm a lawyer, and I was helping that girl. And oh, no, your girl was stolen? Your fiancé, I guess? Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah," and they figure out where they're going to take her, and they're going to take her to a brothel Uh-oh. for quick sale, right? Uh-oh,
1: yeah. Steve, yeah. yeah, man.
0: I'm I'm starting to have some problems. Are you?
1: What's what? What kind of problems you get? You have in there, bud?
0: Does it seem like the portrayals of uh, the Chinese people in this movie is that they are stuck in ways that are centuries old? Like I mean, or stereotypes? Like they're all prostitutes? Or magic men? Or is this fetishization of a culture uh, by a bunch of white screenwriters whose last names are Goldman, Weinstein, and Richter?
1: You know, I feel like there might be some of that, yeah. Just a little Just bit. Just a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Because he goes to, okay, so they find out which which whorehouse <clears throat> they've taken her to yep. to sell her. Yep. And, and
1: Kurt Russell goes undercover brother. as a nerd
0: yeah he goes undercover as a nerd he meets the dragon lady and she says don't worry we're going to figure out you're going to find somebody and he's like I want a girl with green eyes have you seen a girl with green eyes because I want that <laughs> very important Very important." and they're like we can cater to anything so they set her up with some poor innocent girl and he's still like Do you have you seen a girl with green eyes <laughs> <laughs> I need
1: those green eyes man
0: but oh no Steve Oh no. Oh no. Guess who shows up?
1: The Raiden brothers. That's the right. Raiden triplets show up and <laughs> hello, boy, they're pissed. Hello, hello.
0: <laughs> hello. <laughs> and they take what's her face? They take Meow Yin. Mew Mew, Mew,
1: Mew. Yeah, Yes. Mew. Mew. <laughs>
0: oh you whoa, know i gotta if stop you're, i'm gonna lay down you're gonna, i'm laying down if
1: you're gonna if you're gonna notice the uh the cultural insensitivity of the movie i you can't pro- you should probably stop movie. making fun of her name like that
0: well i literally stole <laughs> you want to talk about cultural appropriation that's a joke from kung pao which is literally they stuck a white guy in a, in two Chinese films in a comedy. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I can't help myself. I got a problem. We shouldn't have done this movie. You're a bad
1: man. Anyway, and, they steal her.
0: Yeah. And we're like, oh, no. And then uh, what happens?
1: Uh, well, they figure out that uh, the the three storms work for Lopan, who is the, the, the sorcerer that, that Jack run over. And, um, and Lopan runs a, a company called the Wing Kong Exchange in Chinatown.
0: Now you got to say it like that reporter lady. <clears throat> you mean David Lopan? They all, they, they, she basically goes it's in a, like a br-
1: breathless exposition. Like she gets all of it out in like ten seconds. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's like, it's yeah, like, it was so
0: it, secretive that no one has seen him in it's years. Like Carpenter
1: was, was standing next to the camera with a stopwatch. Go, come on, go, get all <laughs> over the exposition out as
0: fast as you can. <laughs> and so they go, I know how we're going to break in. We're going to pretend to be prepared. electricians, dudes. or
1: something. Yeah. And they just come yeah. barging in, walk right past the I'm security like, checkpoint. The
0: security is like, oh, <laughs> I hope our ghost boss doesn't find out, or he's going to send us to the seven hells of our scrotums being stretched around the globe or something. Yep. There's a lot of hells. And anyway, yep. <laughs> uh, they get in, they look around, they find an elevator. Yep. They get in the elevator, and the elevator stops. Yeah, it does. Then the elevator starts filling up with water. oh! And it's salt water. That was important. Anyway, they open the elevator doors, and they go into a room full of floating corpses. Yeah, that's fun. That's that's, great. that's fun. Yeah. And Wang says we're in the room of the upside down sinners, and then they get caught by uh, Mary Low and Curly. Exactly. Lowencurly. And they take them. They they strap them. They tie them up to some old fashioned wheelchairs. Mm-hmm they have lying around. Yeah. It's always good to have yeah, a th- few. They, they meet David Lopan yeah. and instead of a seven-foot-tall ta- foot kind of Chinese sorcerer, he's just a really gross old man. Yep, he's
1: <laughs> super old.
0: And he asks them, uh, I can't remember.
1: I can't remember what he asks them either, but they, they ask him, like, where's Miao Yin? And he. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. She's safer with me than with anybody. I'm just going to marry her and then sacrifice her to the Eastern God that made me this what I am. Well, he doesn't tell him that. But, I mean, he says she's safe. She's safe. Could Just kill him. They're going to kill him, right? Yeah. They they wheel them into, like, a room with more corpses in it. Meanwhile, outside, the side characters that don't mean anything and also Kim Cattrall decide yeah. that they're going to... They're going to break right. in and save them because they've been gone too long. And how do they do that? How do they sneak in, Steve?
1: I can't remember.
0: Neither do I. I, kinda, I can't remember. I think they just kinda of.
1: They just kind of barge in, don't they?
0: While the dumb co- While the dumb security, security is just like, Grr. Yeah. Okay. So, uh... They find them eventually.
1: Yeah, well, there's some hijinks with uh, one uh, Thunder, who's like the big guy of of Larry Moe and Curly. He's like the big muscular dude. He comes and who's like so super intense. (laughs) <laughs> he's always yeah. very intense, and uh,
0: he's kind of like a Chinese Arnold Schwarzenegger. Kind of, yeah. He's always smoking a stogie.
1: Yeah, and he he comes back, and they have a fight with him, and uh, Kurt Russell ends up uh, in the wheelchair, like flying down like a hallway, and he almost falls down a well, but but he yeah. manages to pull himself out, and and that's when He
0: doesn't. Yeah, and then they find they find Meowlin yeah. and uh, in a like where they keep all of the whim. <sighs> Where, where they keep all the women that I guess they're going to sell. Uh-huh. Right. Sure. Great. Let's keep that stereotype up. Yep. Anyway, so uh, they rescue her and all the other women, and now they're all going to escape. And they get up to the front thing, and they said, okay, I'm going to... Jack says, okay, I'm going in... Oh, he kisses her, by the yeah. way, at some point while they're trying to escape. And she's like, no! <laughs> but yes. <And> she's <laughs> <Exactly>. like, no! <laughs> Um, So they get all the way up to the lobby. Egg Chen is outside for some reason. With his bus,
1: because he drives a tour bus. With his
0: bus, yeah. And he's going to... He's going to... They're going to do... They just need to get to the bus. And so Jack says, Okay, for no reason, um, Gracie, you go to the back of the line, and you bring up the rear. You have no weapons. I don't know why I'm telling you to do this. And we're going to uh, go in first. And they come in, and then they point guns at the security guards, and they all run to the bus. But while... (laughs) Gracie doesn't get a chance because a monster um, that was looking at her through through yes. sculpture okay so all right so two eyeballs pop out of like a statue mm-hmm. or a, so painting. a
1: painting maybe i don't know but yeah and it turns out it's like a bigfoot monster guy
0: it's a bigfoot monster guy who like grabs her and pulls
1: and- her into the into like a secret corridor yeah. Right,
0: into a secret panel. So they all get to the bus, they all drive away, and they're like, woo, after getting shot at by every gun, and they're like, woo we made it. And then they go, where's Miao Lin? Oh, we didn't rescue her. Where's Gracie? Oh, she, She's uh, still in there, I guess. I guess. She, she's with the kidnap now, and they drive away, and then David Lopin, as an old man, meets Gracie, and he does the gross face at her, where's his eyes and mouth light up with. Stuff. Yeah, like
1: light comes out of it. Yeah.
0: And then they go back to the restaurant and they're like, what are we going to do? And Egg Shen, who up until this point we just thought was a tour guide, he's like, we're going to go fight Lopan. He's got to get married and then he's going to sacrifice. No, he doesn't even tell him that. We got to go fight Lopan. Then we cut back to David Lopan and David Lopan is now in his ghost form yeah. and he can't touch nothing and he can go through walls. And he tries to molest my lay while she's lying there. And he's like, this is so frustrating. <laughs> and then he talks to talks to Gracie and he's like, you're going to be my wife. Shut up. Shut up. All right. And, but you got to because, okay, so he's got to marry somebody with green eyes. Right.
1: Yeah, right. the deal is he has to marry someone with green eyes and then sacrifice her to the the, the spirit of the emperor so that and
0: he what, can be... what color eyes does Gracie have?
1: You know, now that you mention it, she has green eyes. Oh, no. That's so weird. So, so he's got two, basically. He's got two girls with green eyes. And his plan now, because he he, the, he in order to become uh, solid again, he has to marry the girl with green eyes and then sacrifice her. But now he's like, aha, I'll marry them both sacrifice one right. and then keep the other one
0: to fuck to fuck right yeah that's his plan when i'm flesh, i can do that again exactly
1: and he's really looking fact, forward it to seems it
0: seems there's two things i want to accomplish once i'm flesh. apparently take over the universe yep. and get balls deep in my yeah, absolutely <laughs> and that's yep, it that's it those are all my plans that's it uh meanwhile egg shen gets together the remaining black suit pajama guys And they run over to his house and he grabs a whole bunch of stuff and has a costume change. And then they take a bat pole down to the sewers. And then they crawl through the sewers. And we come back and now they're being tested, right? Because they have to... They have to complete the Sword of Fire yeah, challenge. Yeah, they, they
1: have to survive the Sword of Fire. And then there's another one, too. I forget what it's called. But yeah, they. Uh, yeah. it's like a ceremony that they have to survive, I guess, to prove that they're so worthy the of them to be as well.
0: martial arts weapons dance in front of yeah. them. And then uh, the. the, the Thunder, rain holds out his swords they grab them and then they float up to the ceiling and they touch a, uh, a ball and it lights up some dragon's eyes and it's like way they both they both succeeded they
1: passed the test yay I'm
0: gonna marry them we come back to the underground and it looks it looks like a, a, a creepy ghoulie set from like a 1970s made-for-kids live-action Halloween special, kind of? <laughs> yes,
1: yes, it does.
0: And a monster comes out and eats a guy.
1: <laughs> yep, well, you know, you hate to see that.
0: And then they get into Lopin's, uh hideout. And like, where is everybody? And they're saying, oh, they're getting ready for the wedding. And, yeah. and then a beholder shows up and has eyeballs all over it. Mm-hmm. And it looks at them. And he, the old man Egg Jen says, oh, whatever he sees, Lopan sees. And Lopan sees that. And he's like, oh, Egg Jen you think you're going to be able to stop me? Well, you can't. Ha, ha, ha. And Jack Burton shoots at it and runs away. <laughs> And then that's when Egg Shen says tells them, oh, he's got to sacrifice one of them. And we're like, oh, no. And um, they get into his headquarters, and they look all over the place, but they don't know where he's gone. And then they find an elevator that was hidden, because Jack says, fuck it. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and kick, he like he cuts <laughs> he open a door he literally kick, says fuck he said, it he says fuck he's like is this hollow fuck it and he kicks it open
0: yeah <laughs> and now it's time for drinks and Egg Shen uh, pours this drink out of a gourd and he tells them what Steve
1: it's it's um it's a magic potion and it'll make you you'll be able to see things other people can't see and do things other people can't do
0: that's right Yeah. and it makes them a little goofy a little bit it makes them feel invulnerable.
1: They feel invulnerable, yeah.
0: And maybe gay. Hey, because they're all in, in the little elevator China. and they're all feeling really good about each other. And then Jax goes, this "Is it a little hot in here?" Yeah. And I don't know if that's supposed to be a gay panic joke or not, or if they're all farting. I don't know what's. I don't know. I don't. Maybe know. it's
1: not a gay panic joke. Maybe it's a gay enthusiasm
0: joke. Could be. Meanwhile, down in the depths, Lopan uh, enters the room on an escalator that comes out of a giant mouth. <laughs> yes, it's an escalator. It's an actual escalator. It's There's an escalator. Neon all over the place. He has I love all of it. his bad guys around him, and um, they come up to the entrance, not hiding from anybody, as near as I can tell.
1: No, they just kept walking in.
0: <laughs> right, and. <laughs> Egg Chen's like, we have to wait until he's flesh before we can attack. Once he's flesh, we can kill him. And they're like, okay, fine. And so then uh, Lopan takes a big needle, and he rams it into uh, my, my... Meow my Yin. Meow Lin's arm, and then he bleeds. And then when he's about to do that with the other girl, with Gracie, that little ball thing sees them again. Oh, and they're like, oh, oh no! And Wang stabs him in the head. <laughs> Yeah. And, he, and and David Lopena's like, get him! Get him! And now everybody's fighting. Mm-hmm. Except when they all start to fight and they're all going, <laughs> yeah! Jack shoots his gun in the air. <laughs> which dislodges stones that hits him on the head and he's flat on the ground it knocks him out it knocks him out for himself half the out. fight yeah for almost the whole fight yeah. and then
1: he well, my favorite part that knocks him out he wakes up he has that fight with 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 one of the guys and he 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 starts to do like a really badass thing where he like uh, he uh, like a he uh uh, has a knife sticking out of his boot yeah. and like he and he sticks he kicks the guy with the knife boot and it stabs him and the guy dies.
0: And yeah, falls because on out of top nowhere of they suddenly have dragon guards in full armor.
1: <laughs> and the dude falls on top thing. of him and he can't get him all. And he can't and get up, so now he's out he's of the stuck fight under even him more. For The rest of the fight.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile everyone else is kung fu fighting and <laughs> yeah. Wang is fighting Brain who's another sword guy. And he kills him and um Lopan sticks the needle in Gracie's arm, and he gets blood, and he's like, "Yay!" And he escapes up his escalator with yes. <laughs> with thunder and um, my my Mao Lin Mao yes. Yin,
1: Miao Yin. There you go.
0: And uh, oh, but before they do that, um, uh, Egg Chen and uh, Lopan fight video game style.
1: Yes, they do. Yes, they they do the thing where they shoot beams at each other. But instead of the beams just hitting each other, like in every other movie, there's little... Like any little, boring Harry Potter yeah, movie. Exactly. There's little shadow fighters that show up at the end of the beams, and they That's have right.
0: a fight. lo literally looks like he's using a controller with his thumbs.
1: Yes, he is. He's moving his thumbs, exactly. It's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. But then that explodes, yeah. and then okay. the, then he escapes. And so then everybody's fighting, and everybody's fighting, and everybody's fighting and wang goes up first to try to get uh meow meow again and jack gets to gracie and a kiss and now he has lipstick on his face because she's all dolled up in like in like ceremonial yeah. they're both uh,
1: they're both dressed up like queen amidala
0: yeah there you go except prettier and then hey. um whatever uh, so they chase him. They find another another elevator. Boy, there's a lot of elevators. There's a lot of in
1: elevators in underneath Little China. Who knew there were so many elevators?
0: They go up to Lopan's office, and they can hear Lopan trying to get some from Yellen. And then she's like, no. And he's like, fine, forget her. And is like, you're flesh. And he's like, yes, I know. And so then Jack, <laughs> Jack and Wang pop in, and they're like... Let's fight him! And, and then, oh, I can't remember how this happened. Uh, Thunder hits Jack so hard he flies into another room, and then he starts chasing um, Wang around. Right. Yeah. Jack has his knife. Um, Lopin has uh, Miao Yin, and he's like, I'm going to kill him. And he throws his knife at um, Lopin, and he misses, and he hits the gong. This is our hero.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't think he's done anything right for the entire movie.
0: Lopan picks up the knife, says "nice knife," and then throws it at Jack. Yep. And again, luckily, it wasn't going anywhere near Jack at all. He catches <laughs> it off to the side, and then throws it at David Lopan and hits him in his forehead, and he's dead. Boom. And in his Suck death throes, he, he knocks over all the Buddha statues. And um, meanwhile, Wang is still being chased by uh, Thunder and then thunder sees that his boss is dead and then he uh fills with air and explodes
1: yep that's uh, not sure why but that's what happens
0: that's exactly what happens Meanwhile, they're running away, and oh no, lightning has shown up. And lightning is lightning all over everything that can be. Oh boy, uh, he struck is. Struck by lightning. And yeah. we look up, and there's a hole, and they climb up in, through the hole just in time. And oh. they get into another room, and there's another hole in the ceiling, but this time Egg Chen is there. And yeah. he got he got one of Batman's grappling hooks. It's one of my like,
1: favorite it's one of my favorite lines in the whole movie because Jack Jack says, "How'd you get up there?" and Egg Chan says, "It wasn't easy." <laughs> and that's the that's all the explanation we get for how he got up there.
0: <laughs> so he shoots this this pulley system down. Yeah. And they whisk them up into the ceiling and they're all going up there and Jack's up there and but Wang's still there and oh no, lightning guys coming through the hole. Uh, uh-oh. And Egg Shen picks up a statue, chucks it through the hole that he's in, and it hits Lightning Guy right in the face. Yes. <laughs> ha ha. And then they all run away, and uh, they find Jack's truck, because that's yep. all he really wanted. He, that's,
1: he, that's, that's all he kept saying throughout the entire movie. I just want to find my truck.
0: <laughs> they find his truck, and then he shows that he doesn't know how to drive his truck because he goes in reverse by accident. <laughs> <laughs> but they break out, and then they drive about a block and a half away, and they're clear. Yep. Yay. Yep. Wang and Miao Lin start making out. Gracie thinks that's great, and then we cut to a celebratory dinner at uh, the restaurant that never seems to be open. Yep. And uh, Egg Shen's leaving, and he's like, I think I'm going to go on vacation. We know he doesn't, because he's fucking had a lawyer up during this entire thing. <laughs> I
1: know. I think I'm going to go meet with a lawyer for some reason. Yeah. It's never really explained or tied into the rest of the movie, but whatever. I don't know
0: who has evidence against me, or who's testifying, or what was witnessed, if anything was witnessed. But okay. And uh, then Jack gets a check from Wang for yep. his debt, his bet, right? Yep, yep. Which he gives them triple or nothing.
1: Yeah, because... and Jack's like, "You're damn right."
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah, there's not even a, a, a moment. Over, where... There's not a Fell over, did something wrong, nearly got killed. Remember I all just, that?
1: I just love that they they don't do the thing where Jack's like, "Oh come on, Wang, this is too much." Nope, he's like, "Thank you,"
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. takes the
1: money and leaves. <laughs>
0: they're like, aren't you going to kiss Gracie? Because he's like, eventually everyone rubs... I rub everybody the wrong way. And she's leaving. He's leaving. And he's like, the, the reporter friend who is for... The two useless characters have now indicated that they're going to start dating. Yeah, her Margo
1: um, and Eddie are, are like yeah. a thing now. Yeah, yeah.
0: And she's like, aren't you going to kiss? You're not even going to kiss her? And he's like, nope. And he's out. Yep. And then we cut to him in his truck. And nothing's changed for him except now he's drinking while driving his <laughs> yeah. truck.
1: Oh, good! That's probably going to lead somewhere good.
0: Yeah, he's drinking a big old <clears throat> bottle of something. And we pan down from the cab um, into the wheelbase of his truck, and uh-huh. what comes out, Steve?
1: <gasps> it's that Bigfoot monster from uh, under underneath Chinatown that they that kidnapped Gracie.
0: <gasps> oh no! Oh no! The end. The end. The end, Steve. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> Steve, explain yeah. to me what happened to one of my favorite movies when I was a teenager, please. Um, please. I mean, Steve. <laughs> I
1: don't know if I'm the right person to explain it. Yes, you are. I-
0: you do it. You do it now. You know me better than anybody. You fucking explain what happened to one of my favorite movies. I mean, well into my twenties, even.
1: I. But see. What I, I can't I, I I can't explain it because I thought it was great. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I I miss movies like this. Oh yeah. I miss one hundred minute action comedies that are fun and goofy and utterly unselfconscious. This movie is so dumb and does not give a shit. <laughs> That's um, true. I, it's, uh, Jack Burton is one of my favorite Kurt Russell characters. He has this utterly unfounded, impenetrable self-confidence. Like, he always has this smug smile. He's always swaggering around like he's hot shit. And no matter how much he gets his ass kicked or fucks up, he never changes and he never learns. There's a scene about midway through. It's when they're when they're escaping the first time and they're going through the, the, the sewer and, yeah. and he's like the last one to come out of the sewer. Everybody else is in the room. He comes walking in and he says, It's all right, I'm here. Like I mean like he is just king shit of fuck mountain. He has done nothing but mess up this entire movie. He hasn't done anything right. And he's still acting like he's the king of everything and and it works because i the movie is aware of it and and kurt russell is aware of it in his performance we're supposed to think that jack is a blowhard we're supposed to think he's full of shit. that's what makes him funny that is what to me makes him endearing mm-hmm. um i like the way the story unfolds i love stories like this where the hero just finds himself swept up in something unexpected um, you know he's there at the airport with his with Wang. they're waiting for Wang's girlfriend and some shit just starts happening and yep. they get and they get pulled into the story. they weren't expecting it. it wasn't built up. It's just oh ho oh, oh, ho holy shit what's going on? Well, let's go after him and there you go that there's your movie you know and it and, and it moves so fast from that point on and keeps escalating until the end every time you think this movie couldn't get any stupider something happens, and you're like, oh, shit, it's going to get even stupider. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they go into the alley, and, and all of a sudden, like, a martial arts gang fight breaks out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then, all of a sudden, these guys come down from the sky shooting lightning out of their hands. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay, I guess this is happening now. And then he runs over a guy with his truck, but the guy is still alive behind the truck. And you're like, oh, shit, okay, I guess this is that. And now that's happening, too. And uh-huh. it's like... And all of this other, all of the deeply goofy shit that is in this movie, and it's all presented with a straight face. The movie doesn't apologize for it, and at the same time, it doesn't underline it, you know, just to make sure we all get how wacky it is. Um, like, the only character who, ever, who seems phased by any of it is Jack. And, 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 you know, he's the one who sort of will occasionally blink at the ridiculousness of it, you know, like when, when the, when the eyeball thing shows up and he's like, what is that? (laughs) You know, he just has these, these momentary, like, you know, uh, fits of exasperation where he's like, all right, seriously, what is that? Um, But, but, and, but even he mostly just goes along with it because that's, that's the movie. It's that kind of movie. Um, there you know the plot holes like why don't they just call the cops are dispensed with with like a line of dialogue um Mm -hmm. if they're even addressed at all uh exposition exposition is dispensed as needed often in the form of a joke sometimes it's received with indifference (laughs) you know like especially from jack he'll be just like yeah great whatever you know Mm -hmm. after some you know stream of exposition has been shot out of somebody's mouth and our hero would just be like yeah 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 whatever he wasn't
0: even listening he wasn't
1: yeah. yeah yeah um you know and so and john carpenter is the perfect director for this material um he has because he has a strong sense of comic timing he knows how to blend absurdity with action and as a director carpenter for the most part is utterly unpretentious um yep he he he, he's not full of himself he's not he he knows how as a director to get out of the way of his own movie he's not constantly making sure that we know it's a john carpenter movie he he stays out of the way and and that's what makes it a john carpenter movie that he Mm -hmm. is you know he's that much of an artist that he's like i'm just going to tell this story in the best way i can and i'm going to stay try to stay out of the way and that's what he does um the action scenes are good. If there's a major criticism I have of the movie watching at this time, it's that some of the action scenes uh, go on a little too long and do start to drag a little bit. Um, but they're really well choreographed um I like how Jack as the uh, Jack and uh, uh Gracie are the only major non-asian characters and they mostly are sort of standing to the side during the fights they're the um,
0: only non-asian characters yeah
1: the uh movie. I think yeah you're right uh the Chinese characters handle most of the fighting and you know Jack who is who is nominally the hero of the movie um he gets that he gets that one awesome moment at the end where he catches the knife and throws it back into Lopan's face and even that is kind of played as a funny beat because it's just so sudden it's like he's fucked up everything to this point and all of a sudden he does this incredibly awesome thing and you're just like holy shit um and and but there's 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 a lot of creativity in the action scenes I, I like the way they they almost made it a running joke of of wang and rain when they're having their sword fight and they keep jumping past each other and they kind of clash uh-huh. swords as they jump past each other and they do that shot three or four times and that's kind of their fight um and then the bit we mentioned also when egg and lopan are fighting and they have the the fighters at the end of their magic beams um which is so much more interesting than the like you you referenced the harry potter thing where it's like right you know i'll shoot a blue beam and you'll shoot a green beam and the beams will hit and you know it's like okay that's i've seen that a thousand times i hope i never see it again and
0: you'll stand there
1: yeah exactly you know so that it's much better this way um so yeah i i I love this movie i mean i've i've loved it since i was a little kid i first saw it when it was on it used to be on tv all the time oh Um, yeah it was one of those movies that it seemed like on any given Saturday afternoon, one of my local independent TV stations would be playing it. Like it was just, it was heavy rotation uh, on TV. million
0: million in <laughs> box office. <laughs> yeah. They got it. They got it for cheap.
1: They got the rights for cheap. And they were like, oh, Kurt Russell's in it. Uh, you know, and they played the shit. So I, I don't even know how many times I've seen it. Um, it always entertains me. It always makes me laugh. It's a really silly, really funny action comedy with a cast full of really likable actors um, directed by someone who I think is one of the best, uh, and certainly most versatile filmmakers of his generation. Yeah. Um, and I just really like it. So I don't know if, I mean, what, what happened to it? <laughs> I mean, it's for me, it's still, it's, it's still here and it's still really great. <laughs> like, I had a ball watching it. So, yeah.
0: Okay. My turn? Your turn. So... We went to the movieplex. (laughs) Ah, grandma. (laughs) Uh Like I said, this was one of my favorite films when I was in high school, into my 20s. I haven't seen it in a really long time. And I still like the movie. Don't get all worried, Steve. I still like the movie. (laughs) But now as an adult, I can see where some people might not like the movie very much Mm -hmm. because things have changed. And while I appreciate the fact that The actual hero of this movie is Wang.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: I, for the first time, started asking myself, why are the white people in this movie? Gracie does nothing but get captured and then almost get married, right? Right. She's just basically a thing, right? She is literally a love interest for the main character who only really wants to fuck her. And the main character is such a fuck-up. He doesn't really accomplish anything in the film. They're just kind of along for the ride. Everybody else has, you know, has, you know... They have skin in the game, man. They have reasons as to why they want to defeat Lopin. Because apparently he is going to take over the universe if, he's, if he successfully becomes flesh again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. There's apparently beef between um, Egg Shen and Lopin. Wang wants to save his fiancée. And he's got the skills to back it up, too. <laughs> There's a scene at one point when they're trying to escape the first time. Where a bunch of guys come pouring out of, of warehouse doors. And Jack shoots his gun until it's empty. And he manages to kill a few people. And then more guys come in. And his gun is empty. So he bends down to take out his knife. And it flips out of his hand <laughs> and goes f- somewhere. I don't know where. But Jack has to go and chase his knife. Which he has mistakenly <laughs> flip flumbled out of his hands. <laughs> while Wang beats the shit out of everybody in that room. And I'm kind of sitting there going, was there a version of this script where there were no Caucasian people? Because I I started to think this, is the only reason Jack and Gracie are in this is so that white people would go see this movie? (laughs) Or that they could get fired? Funding for the movie. If there weren't, you know, if they brought it up and said, "Oh," and and the, the executive producer sat there while getting a blowjob from a four-year-old, because that's what you are, that's, Hollywood. That's Hollywood, while they're baby. Sitting there, and they're like, well, blah, 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 blah. "Well, who's gonna go see it? It's filled with nothing but Chinese people. You better put some white people in it." Okay, I guess I'll put some white people in it. I suppose I. Still like the movie, don't get me wrong. I still like Jack Burton. He's a joke. He is a joke hero. He really is. Yeah. They they go out of their way to make him unlike any other hero that we had in the nineteen in the nineteen eighties. He's a doofus. He's a blowhard. He thinks he's so good and he's not. He panics easily. Every time he sees something that he doesn't understand, he just paces back and forth and asks questions and then doesn't listen to the answers that he gets, right? He's like, where's that seven-foot-tall guy come from who shot, who shot light out of his face? And they're just like... They tell him, and he doesn't hear it. He's still in a level of panic. (laughs) He's not an awful man. I mean, he still wants to do what's right, but ultimately all he wants is the money that he won from apparently his best friend and his truck. And that's it. Doesn't give a shit about Gracie or any of the other stuff he's kind of along for the ride and he's our main character so you learn quickly don't get invested in the main character well can we get invested in the side characters well they don't give him a whole lot they're kind of side characters even though this is technically their story we're telling it through the lens of the white guy where is he right now oh he's he's crushed underneath one of those one of those dragon armor guys <laughs> that he killed with his boot knife
1: I love that so much.
0: So while I still had fun watching the movie, there are still parts of me that are kind of like, oh, this could have been told without them at all whatsoever. It could have been just a a Chinese martial arts film starring Chinese people, right? Yeah. But because it's a white director sticking white people in it, some of the cultural stuff in regards to Chinese culture really starts to feel very fetishistic, like I mentioned prior. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that Chinese women are exotic is here, which is gotta stop. Yeah. Please
1: <laughs> Yeah, you're right.
0: Pretty please can it stop? It doesn't matter I mean, it doesn't help much that the, the lady that they get got to play Mylin looks very Caucasian already. And that's because she's half French and half Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Um, But the whole idea between that and the brothel and everything else, I mean, even even the Kurt Russell character alludes to exotic when he's talking about negotiating to pay for sex with women who apparently are, I think, trapped there because that's part of the culture, I guess? The whole idea that women are slaves and, and granted, they're the evil people and there are apparently very good people and you can break them up by making them wear different colored, you know, karate, karate, kung fu get stuff so there's still there's little parts of it that kind of poke at me going please just remember that this was 1986 and i'm like that's no excuse internal me and it's like but it was made in 1986 you got to cut it some slack i cut no slack for nobody's if something makes me start thinking this way it's because it's in there and it's probably going to mean that in about 10 years no one's going to talk about this film again (laughs) but i agree with steve got a great linear thrust it moves quickly it's funny it's got a lot of action-adventure at least, you know what, the main younger characters don't have accents. Yeah. They appear to be modern, you know, modern people. You know, modern American people. I mean, yeah. they went out of the way with Wang when they're they're toasting, drinking their superpower juice, and he, and he does an all-American toast. What yes, does he, he does.
1: <laughs> oh, God, I, I forget. To the red, yeah. white,
0: and blue, to the colors that, the, that never to run. To the colors that whatever.
1: don't run. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: was like, good boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have that in place, great. Can we finish this weird fantasy movie that we're watching now? So, if you haven't seen it, you may get a little eh about some of the stuff that's in it. But for the most part, it's it's just a fun adventure fantasy thing, right, Steve?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with what you're saying about the yeah. If, if it were made today, uh, you would need to change some of it because it does it does read now as like yeah the the sort of the the exotic far east and the Chinese mysticism and the um, the fetish, fetishization of, of uh, Chinese women; those are all things that would need to go. Uh, and the whitewashing
0: you know. of how the Chinese were treated and what they did when they first came to the United States. Oh yeah, spoken by a Chinese actor who grew up in Chinatown. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Um, but, it's but
0: like, oh, they came here, with gold rush fever, and
1: and uh, yada yada yada, and here we are.
0: And blah 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 blah, <laughs> railroad, and now we're here.
1: what happened on the railroad never mind just shut up No, you don't shut up be quiet shush fun movie
0: Mm -hmm. it was neat seeing chinatown when i used to go to work i'd walk through it twice every day (laughs) but now that i don't do that anymore it was nice to see it because it's a remembrance of when things were normal and i had a commute and i could get dim sum
1: before you were trapped in your house
0: yeah before i was trapped in my house exactly so, uh, yeah, I'm going to still say it. It's, it's, it's a classic. It's a classic film. Steve, classic film?
1: Oh, absolutely. Good. Absolutely.
0: All right, Steve, now it's time for you to not recommend something. Do it, hurry. Oh
1: boy. It's I'm boy. It's not a classic. I'll tell you what. Um Okay. Uh, I am going to not recommend. It is it is a a martial arts fantasy film. I'll say that. Okay. Uh it's not from is it the, the
0: Karate Kid?
1: It's not. No, I would I love the Karate Kid. I would never not recommend the Karate it's Kid. Fantasy the, film? Karate Kid it is it totally is. It totally is a fantasy film. Um but uh no, it uh, It's a movie not from the 80s, but from the 90s. It is a martial arts film with uh, white people in it.
0: Oh, golly. So it
1: it does have certain things in common with Big Trouble in Little China. But unfortunately, unfortunately, unlike Big Trouble in Little China, it's just not good in any way. Um, It's uh, a movie that was adapted from a very popular video game. Okay. And, and it's a little film that if you're lucky you won't remember called you've double dragon
0: you've already not recommended that movie
1: well i'm not recommending it again
0: well, how many more times are you gonna not recommend it? as
1: many thing? times as it takes
0: you did it with the jackie chan film well i'm, I'm doing it dragon. again
1: don't okay then i'll recommend another one uh, uh fucking i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh now look what you did you upset him <laughs> You know, Street Fighter. Fuck it! I would not
1: recommend Street Fighter. That sucks too. That's a shitty movie too. Don't have
0: to use that language here. I'm sorry,
1: Grandma. I'm sorry. Jesus didn't die so that I could have a potty mouth.
0: That's right. He didn't.
1: At the family table.
0: Now pass me the ambrosia. Maybe you should have some. I think (laughs) your blood sugar levels low.
1: You racist old hussy. You genial bag of hate. <laughs> <laughs> you smiling ghoul. <laughs>
0: um, no, well, I'm, I'm, I did was not bake the biscuits. That's all. I don't think I need to be called a hussy.
1: <laughs> I love it. She, of course, she doesn't get mad. She, I don't see why you have to take that tone with me. <laughs>
0: I mean, I cook all morning in the kitchen to make something <laughs> yeah, something nice.
1: And ambrosia. Fuck, Grandma. And then Grandma. you said a
0: bunch of words that I barely even know. Your 10-cent words.
1: <laughs> your 10-cent words.
0: Learned that in the college that I told you not to go to.
1: I don't want any ambrosia. It's disgusting, and I don't know why anybody would. Why do you even make it?
0: Oh, it's pretty. Uh, it's you pretty need a little green it's more on like your like a plate. centerpiece. You need a little... Green on the plate, and that's what the pistachio pudding's there for. Otherwise, it's a little green on the plate, it'd all be brown and white and, and red from the hand.
1: Uh, how about like green beans or peas or something? Something edible. Oh,
0: what are we, Amish people? No,
1: <laughs> this is Easter, not Thanksgiving. We're not, uh, there are any, in any that vegetables.
0: Is that what you do? You just eat a bunch of green beans. Eat, we eat
1: a bunch of green vegetables in the and big make city. Make up
0: your ten cent words.
1: That's right. That's right, Grandma. That's right. You monster!
0: I told you you'd see other cultures, and it would be bad. And now you've got it: green bean
1: eaten. You t- you twinkly eyed monster!
0: Green beans only come out of a can.
1: Uh, is that is you? Re- they don't. They're never grown on the from the earth at any point.
0: Steve is getting something out right now. I don't know what it is, but he's getting something out. (sighs) I think Steve is getting out an argument he's been wanting to have at the dinner table for the last 20 years. I did
1: have another grandmother on my mom's side. We didn't get along quite as well. as. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. It's so, fine. do you changed it to Street Fighter? Street Fighter. Sure, Jean-Claude Van Damme's And in are it. you sure that's it, the one you want? I'll not recommend Street Fighter. It's it has that one scene with Raul Julia that everybody talks about that's like it's no, just really, it's just kind of okay. <laughs> it's not like even that great of a scene, but it's like memorable. So, you th- you know, it's like, you know, it, for me it was just Tuesday. And it's like it's okay. It's not like a great scene. It's fine. Right. But it's like the only not terrible scene in the whole movie yeah. so we remember it yeah so there you go i'll not recommend street fighter since apparently i can't not recommend double dragon twice
0: have some more ham
1: i will give me the, just just pass me the fucking ham grandma have some of
0: the green bean casserole
1: all right oh there is green beans
0: of course it came from a can weren't you even listening
1: <laughs> of course it came from a can i'm done you not recommend something <laughs>
0: wouldn't even participate in the Easter egg hunt. There were 50 whole cents in one of those eggs.
1: I'm 40 years old.
0: Doesn't matter to me. You're still my grandson. Oh, God. And since I won't have any great-grandchildren. Oh, here
1: we go with this shit again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The house is dead without the laughter of children. Can I do my movie now? Do, do do, do do
1: Do your movie, Grandma.
0: So, it's 1986, and as you know, I like to review, uh, not recommend a movie from the same year as we just did. And like I said, it was 1986. (laughs) And your father and I... Couldn't decide on what type of movie we wanted to see, but we needed to get out of the house because I'd cooked a bunch of cabbage the week before. Because I'd, but and it, and you know, sometimes that smell can sink into the wallpaper, sure. And that's just, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. We had to get, we had to buy some of that Renews It spray, and that was expensive. But I found it on sale for, you know, I could get two for a dollar at the Jiffy's. You could just burn some incense or something if you, Mr. Henderson at the Jiffy's passed away, and it was very sad.
1: movie grandma
0: but you know the spread that they had there was a lot of hot noodle which is fine
1: what movie did you see grandma what movie yeah what movie when that in 1986 that you're telling the story about. Oh for right. not recommendation. So your what movie? My father
0: and I god we were damn driving it. we were driving the Buick at the time uh-huh. and you know it was causing your father so much trouble. Sure. And he refused to take it to the mechanic. He always said he could fix it himself. But you know the Langley boy down the street, he's the one that finally fixed the car. <laughs> you should what,
1: see What what movie? Specific. What movie? What grandma? What movie?
0: Hmm? What
1: what movie? Oh,
0: what movie? What movie
1: are you are you talking From Where? What? What movie?
0: Oh, the one from nineteen eighty six. The one
1: they're not that you're not recommending, yes.
0: Oh, that's a Shanghai Surprise.
1: Shanghai Surprise. Oh, with mm, with Madonna with
0: Sean Sean Penn and Madonna. Sure. And yeah, and the big surprise with with that movie was was that it was terrible.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. To, I so you, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy it.
0: Help me, Steve. Hey, Grandma. Steve, help me between this and Dracula. I don't know if I can survive this. You can't
1: find your way back out of the character.
0: (laughs) I can't find my way back out. Um, Yeah, Shanghai Surprise. Don't watch it. It's bad. Mm -hmm. It was considered one of the worst movies ever made. It was boring. (laughs) The script is awful. And the only reason it was made was because Sean Penn and Madonna were married for, I don't know, five and a half minutes. Yep. And then they made this movie together. No one saw it. They never released the album or soundtrack. (laughs) It's a piece of shit Don't see it There I'm done Bad And I didn't repeat Oh you know We have to do this again Do we We have to do it again Do we Do we And you know I know you like the baseball
1: I I do Yes grandma I I do love baseball Yes
0: Well I'll tell you what For a fun game Uh I I put these three movies (sighs) In a hat And you pick one And that'll be the next one You review Great okay So as you guys know Steve has no choice, really, over what happens next. He has to make a terrible choice over the next terrible movie that we're going to... Yeah, he has to make a terrible choice. And they're all going to be baseball movies. And he has A, B, or C to pick from. And that's going to be the next movie we're going to do. Because, you know, you, you guys, we do one baseball movie a year that's until right. we're all out of baseball movies. That's right. And baseball season started.
1: That's absolutely right. It's weird. Only
0: during Yeah, only during baseball season. So either in April or October is when we do these. <laughs> those are
1: the baseball months. Right at the beginning or right at the end,
0: and I decided to do it at the beginning because Steve's team is so awful that Aww. at least he has hope in April, uh, rather than doing it in October when he's just bitter and crushed. Right, yeah, b-
1: before they've been mathematically eliminated, <laughs> at, at the, by, which usually happens around maybe you know early May. <laughs> it's Like wow, they wow, they
0: seriously even if wow, they won they just like. <laughs> They made a decision. They're not going to the World (laughs) Series or the playoffs.
1: It looks like it's another rebuilding year,
0: fellas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Steve. Steve's going to pick the next movie, so you guys will know what to watch for the, the, the next show. So, Steve, please pick A, B, or C.
1: I'm going with A.
0: Oh, Steve. Second time's the charm, eh? Oh, really? So, had Steve chosen B, we would have watched The Natural. Oh. Talk about a fantasy movie. <laughs> yeah. Had he had he chosen C, we would have watched Field of Dreams. Aww. Another fantasy movie. But instead, Steve chose A, a chance for him to redeem himself. But unfortunately, it also means that we're going to have to rewatch this fucking film. Oh, God. You see, a couple of years ago, Steve did something. I don't remember what it was. Either didn't record is You didn't record your audio. I think, yeah. It, it, it's some, it's, it was yeah,
1: you. Something like that, yeah.
0: And so we didn't have half of the review. Now I could have put my half up, but it would have just been, you know, me talking to nobody, and then you guys would think I've gone crazy. So we just didn't put it up, and we apologized for it, but now we're going to make up for it. The movie that we're going to remo- remove, I wish. <laughs> the movie we're going to review next time around is the loved by some and hated by a few, The Sandlot.
1: Oh, boy.
0: So if you guys want to get all the jokes, and we we swear it's been long enough, we don't even remember the funny shit we said last no, time.
1: No, it's going to be all new funny shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Then please watch the Sandlot, and that's it. Thanks you guys for uh, listening in once one more time and uh, tolerating my my bizarre split personality disorder. <laughs> I have imitating my my poor Norwegian grandmother and. <laughs> But for late seating, this has been Jason Harding, and go see a movie this week. And this
1: has been Steve Shives. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things.
0: What have you experienced uh, that your best friend is apparently having a mental episode while, re- while reviewing this, and it makes you uncomfortable because you start reacting to me as if I'm an old lady who's racist, but you can't help but love a little bit. Hmm. I don't have some beets.
1: I, beets actually, I will take those. I do. Lo- I do love some beets.
0: You're looking a little pale, th- a little peaked. It, you think so? It's too much fast food. You, you know, if you had a lady in uh, your life, Graham, she would okay. be able to cook your food.
1: You know what, Grandma? You know what I'm going to do, Grandma? You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna what go. Are you gonna do? I'm gonna go to the doctor next week, Okay. and I'm gonna get a vasectomy, oh, so that okay. you'll never, ever have great grandchildren.
0: Oh, what do you think of you that? You could always adopt.
1: No, I'm not gonna do. That. I'm not gonna adopt. You could adopt. No, but oh, I will you know But I'm telling you, There's I will There's a
0: lady down the road that has too many kids. To be quite honest, you could just take. In fact, I'll take one for you. You know, she barely pays attention to them. They're always out in the yard. <sighs> you know, clean one of them kids up, and then you'd be able to be be able to say to people. Well, yes, I'm a father, Clean one and of them you can kids bring up. them over for Christmas and Easter. It's not gonna happen. Yes, sure it will. It's not gonna
1: happen. You need to let it it's go. It's gonna
0: happen whether you like it or not, no. motherfucker. <laughs> because I'm gonna be dead soon, and you're going to have to provide me with a grandson. You understand? Yes. This is a knife held to your groin. Oh, Don't look your grandma. Don't. Oh, everybody else is arguing about Donald Trump. You just sit still, and you tell. You, you, you promise your grandma. Uh-huh. Or this is going right. Right into your femur artery. Okay. I'm gonna twist it. Okay, fine. I'll twist okay, it okay, good. Okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. All right. Okay. Just yeah. Just back off.
0: And you're gonna name him after your grandpa. Cletus. Yes, that's oh, right. It's Cletus. kind of an
1: old-fashioned name.
0: Oh, oh, that oh, well, deary me, I could accidentally just cut okay, kind of okay, straight okay, down Cletus. your face. Cletus. Cletus,
1: it is. Cletus, it is. Cletus.
0: Okay. Now okay, give okay, grandma. Kiss. Uh,
1: okay.
0: I shaved this morning. Oh, that's the sugar. Bye, everybody.
1: (laughs) Bye, everybody.
0: I'm so sorry, Steve. It
1: was wonderful.
0: Oh, good.
1: I loved it.
0: Okay, three, two, one. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts. Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Let Me Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash and.